It's the RU Review, episode number seven. I'm Steve Titchener in the studio with Matt Lachlan. Uh, John McAlevey is not with us. He decided to stay away out of disgust. No, <laughs> no, Johnny had some things to do. Uh, he had to get his mom to some uh, appointments and such. So unfortunately, Johnny's not here with us. It's just as well, Matt. Um, a very difficult night. Uh, last Friday night uh, for Rutgers football. Uh, it started out great. Um, you know, Vedral was back, looked good. Uh, nice uh, nice run uh, to open up the scoring. You know, Rutgers up 7 nothing, and then they block a punt. A good first quarter. Block a punt, they don't get that uh, touchdown there. Um, so 10 nothing after uh, the first quarter, and then, you know, they only got another field goal. Uh, they left a lot of points on uh, the field in the first half. I mean, uh, you know, Evan Simon had a rough night. Uh, he uh, he gets sacked late in the in the second quarter, just before the half, takes him out of field goal range. They still try a long field goal, and they come up short there. Might have been enough to get him over the hump. I think you know, Brett Nebraska, the two touchdowns Nebraska had was all they were going to get for tonight, and that would that one more score. Would have done it. Um, and then, Matt, the second half was one of the worst halves. I mean, think about this. I mean, think of how much, how much I've been through with Rutgers football. It's about the worst second half I've seen uh, from this program with, with a lot on the line here, guys. I mean, the possibility that you're still alive for a bowl. Um, 21 straight losses at home against Big Ten uh, competition. That is just, a, uh, just an ugly stat. Uh, that was on the line and everything looked like it was going to end that night. And then it just, again, and, and here's the thing Matt, a, a really good defensive effort, a really good defensive effort. Uh, they picked off Casey Thompson a couple times, the defense, they held Anthony Grant, a pretty good running back to 47 yards. They had a good night. I mean, listen, they're going to give up one or two scores. I think giving up 14, I uh, just, the offense you should just, win the game. You give up 14, you should win the game. And that's why they fired Sean Gleason. Yeah. Because their offense has been abysmal. Yeah. And so, I mean, where do you go from here? Gavin Wimsat uh, was was recruited by Gleason. Uh, you wonder where he's at um, and actually how much he can help the program. All those things are big question marks now. You know, Vedral looked good at moments and then just, you know, threw a couple ducks. Apparently, he's now we know he's got a... He's got a uh, hurt hand, and it's still not 100%. But he's not a thrower anyway. So he could throw sometimes, but other times he can't. But you're right um, that he's been challenged. You know, that's kind of his 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 thing. He can he can he run a little bit, but he's never had much of an arm. We we talked about Evan Simon's night, Matt. But man, that second half, that 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 interception that gave Nebraska a short field. Okay, down 13-7. Gives him a short field. It's a terrible pass. What you absolutely couldn't do in that spot. And then Nebraska scores on the very next play. Uh, and they were holding um, Nebraska in check offensively. And, you know, a long field, you figure, you know, the defense would have been fine. But they, they got a short field. They score there. Wow, they just, the air came out of the stadium. And you're thinking, are they going to be able to figure out a way to get, at least get a field goal? It just didn't happen, and um, and that streak continues. Uh, you know, there's look, there's very little chance for a bowl now, Matt. 
I mean, come on, they had to stay on course with with this win, win against Nebraska, win against Indiana, and then figuring out something at the end there that possibly can get them a bowl bit. I mean, that's pretty much out God now. Now, look, you, you, you know, you got the bye week. Uh, Shiano does a pretty good job of coming off the bye week and getting his team prepared. Um, Nunzio Campanile comes in. He was the interim coach for a while. Um, you know, a QB coach, a tight ends coach. Uh, I, I, I guess that makes him an offensive coordinator. Uh, one would hope that he can figure out a way to settle, settle down the unit and get, get it, figure it out. I mean, the, the musical quarterback thing has not been working. I love Johnny Langan. Uh, but the the wildcat thing. He's not thing. a quarterback either. Yeah, but the the wildcat thing, though, Matt. I mean, every time you know, you know what's going to happen, he never hands the ball off, which you know was probably a fumble waiting to happen anyway. You know, uh, with the run pass option thing. So he he does this wildcat, and again, if you're icing the game against Temple in the fourth quarter, that's one thing. Um, against a gas defense, but. You know, Nebraska's still some big boys up front. They're still and, – and can you imagine Nebraska gets out and go, oh, my – I cannot believe we came out winning this game the way they played. Well, it's funny. It's, we talked about it last week. What's, what was Scott Frost's Achilles heel? His teams didn't win close games. Right. And now Nebraska's won two straight. So was it Scott Frost's coaching? Is it Mickey Joseph's fresh approach? Were they just about to turn the corner anyway, but there was no more rope on which Scott Frost could pull before they pulled the plug on him? Really interesting to see what happens to Nebraska the rest of the way. They're not a dominating team, but hey, they got a chance to win the West and they got a chance to go to a bowl game. So they're excited in Lincoln. And Casey Thompson, look, he's a pretty good quarterback. I mean, he didn't see a lot of zip on his balls, but, you know, he got it out there. He, you know, did have, uh, they picked him off twice. Uh, but, uh, you know, you got the big, uh, two touchdown passes and, um, you know, it's, uh, it was just a tough one to swallow, uh, to lose that game by one point again at home, pretty good crowd. Uh, it was, they were calling it a sellout again. There's plenty of empty seats up top. I would guess. You know, I don't know why organizations do that. You know, the Mets were calling their Sunday game, a sellout their game three, um, as a sellout and it wasn't right. It's like a, there were a lot of empty seats. Now they may fall back on, well, the tickets were sold. Rutgers may do the same thing, but let's right. just be honest. Like I, what's the point? We were going back and forth. Uh, as, as you know, I, I go to the games with, with my brother and a friend. And then, so I got Penn state and Michigan right next to me. There's big 10 big shots. And then we were going back and forth on that. 35 to 40, somewhere in there. Um, certainly at least 10, thousand plus empty seats in the place and nebraska drew um, well yeah and yeah they uh they travel pretty well yeah that's that's a pretty good clip well it makes sense and, too right you come in on thursday yeah. you got a game and then you go see new york and all the sites sure yeah and the guys you know they had uh you know their, their corn heads and all that so plenty of red in the stands and they were pretty loud when um when nebraska uh started making things happen in the second half and then, you know, fans kind of file out, uh, you know, or a little earlier, perhaps than they should have anyway. They were still in the game, but it was um, it was a very flat second half for Rutgers. And, um, and now, you know, what do you do moving forward? You really just got to focus on the Indiana game. 
Okay, get get everybody healthy. Preparation's key. You have the bye week. It's a noon kickoff uh, on the Saturday, the 22nd. So you got some time. Campanelli's got some time to figure out a game plan here uh, for Indiana. Now, Indiana played Michigan tough for uh, for a half anyway. So they've still got some fight in them. And Matt, they're, you know, they've got this one circled only because, you know, Rutgers beat them up at their place last year. And they they want to return that favor. And um, I just think it's important here. That come on now, it's 21 straight losses at home to Big Ten competition. That's an that's that's an ugly one, Matt. I that mean, is that's, ugly. There's no that, question about it. And look, here's what's happened. Gleason got fired. They got a new guy at the helm. He can't change too much. He has the materials to work with that Gleason had, but he'll have a different approach. You know, you've been saying for a year and a half, why won't they try this little swing pass? Why won't they do this? Well, maybe they will. Again, listen, you fire a guy when you have a bye week because it gives you two weeks to set things in motion. It gives them two weeks to see if Wimsat can come back. He gives them their best chance to win, but he's got a high ankle sprain. And until that gets resolved, you know, he's going to be on the bench. So the timing of it was terrible for Gleason, but it was perfect for Shiano. I think he's hearing some minor rumblings about what you just said. We haven't won a home game since Maryland in, what, 2016. Uh, We thought we'd get to a bowl, blah, blah, blah. And I think he's feeling the heat. I don't think people understand how hard a job he was facing. He was left with nothing. They're underfunded. And it's a long climb up, but, but you got to win at home against a weak Nebraska team. I agree. So let's see what Campanelli do. Listen, he'll try some things. He, he has nothing to lose. I don't know why Gleason was so reserved, except in rare occasions. We saw it early against Ohio state. We saw it in different games over the course of his tenure with Rutgers. Cause he would do some crazy things that were exciting and fun and, and injected some life into the offense, but it just hasn't developed. Is it the players? Have they not recruited well offensively? Maybe the line issue remains. It does. We would hope, you know, we went but over there'll that. there'll be some that, new life there. That there's more size on the offensive line. We talked about that in our first show, that that showed that there possibly could be some improvement, but um, it, there really hasn't been. But this is something we have to understand here, Matt. Nebraska's defense is terrible, one of the worst in the Big Ten. So you, you, you're putting up 13 against one of the worst defenses at home. That's why you got fired. I mean, that that's really, you just cannot um, explain that away. And this is, a, and it's a rough one for, for, for Shiano here. You got an interim coach coming in, you know, a team that, um, you know, like I said, I, and I said in the last show that, you know, look, they're getting their feet under them a bit. They're starting to, um, you know, the, the offense is at least clicking. And again, I'll give, I'll give uh, Rutgers defense credit. You know, held a, a pretty good offense uh, to 14 points. And again, we just, this is a broken record at this point. It's just the odd that the offense is just not doing its job. And so we'll see. I mean, it's hard. You know, Sean Gleason, Matt, I mean, it started out kind of exciting. Remember the, the trick plays and gadget plays in year one? A lot of that was going on. Uh, and, People were excited about the offense. Well, he was the young mind, right? He was the guy. But that's funny. Rutgers has not been able to keep the young offensive guys, right? They move on or they get fired or they can't deliver, which tells me kind of like what Parcells said. If they're going to make you, you know, make the meal, you should have a say in the ingredients. Rutgers ingredients just aren't 
that good. And yet, and what did I, what did Shiano tell him? Did he say, Hey, I want offense played this way. I don't want well, you that's doing the interesting that. Thing. I, I think, I think coaches are uh, in college and the NFL, they're CEOs. So just like the CEO of Merck has his sales chief of Europe, we set some goals. It's up to you to live up to those goals. If you don't, you get fired. We elevate somebody else. I don't think they dig in. I don't think when the numbers are down a little bit, the CEO goes, let's sit down and talk. What's going on here? No, he just barks and says, make it better. You're in charge. Fix it. And then when you don't fix it, you get fired. And I think that's probably what happened yeah. here. I think Shiano and Gleason had, I know, I, I don't know. I'm not privy to that. But I'm sure they had conversations. We need to do this. But in the end, Gleason was the offensive coordinator and Shiano lets the OC do his job. He lets the DC do his job. More input from Shiano there because he's a defensive guy. But basically, he they let coaches let the, those guys do their thing. Mm -hmm. Then when it doesn't happen and it doesn't happen on a regular basis, then somebody loses their job. And I'm sure it hurt Shiano to have to do it. Um, it was his first in-season firing, so that was unusual. Uh, I think it does point to some heat that he's feeling. I think most people understand, but there's some rumblings. You know it. Uh, you've expressed them here. The fan base is disappointed. They were expecting a little bit more. They've seen improvement, wins in the Big Ten. They want that big leap to a bowl bid that they earn rather than given, as happened last year. And they've stumbled. And so, I, you know, I'm sure the big donors are calling Pat Lyons, going, what the hell's going on here? I'm sure that others have chimed in. I'm sure Shiano's feeling the heat on the recruiting trail, which is nasty business. He knows he's got Wimsat. We have no idea what kind of a quarterback he is. None. Zero. He's young. He was in high school last year. Right. right? It was about this time that he actually graduated from high school before he moved over. But he's been hurt this year. So we have no idea what, what, what they have in him, but they've put his eggs in their basket and with easy transfers and all that sort of stuff, there's gotta be some concern that not so much because of the injury, but because of the losing, you know, who knows what he's thinking? So yeah, Shiano's feeling some pressure. That's why he made the move. It's the right move. You can't, you can't keep coming in with the same old, same old and expect the boys to be fired up. All right. Same game plan. Same quarterbacks running the same kind of plays. Oh, we're going to beat this team. It just doesn't happen. So he had to fire him. And Campanelli will bring some life. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to make a case for, for Sean Gleason. I mean, again, I'll go. The first year seemed exciting, seemed like a dynamic offense was coming to the banks. And then just very bland last year. A lot of head scratching. And it just continued into this year. Um, and it was just, just ineffective. That was, that was it. Now we've talked Matt many times about the players that he has and all, but it, it was just, it just well, wasn't working. A and, and big yeah. jump from Princeton to yeah. the big 10. Oh, sure. So he's Going not, the Ivies. yeah, he's yeah. not matching up against Cornell. He's mm -hmm. matching up against Michigan or Ohio state. And yes, Nebraska is a weak team and Rutgers hasn't beaten a lot of the weak sisters at home. Certainly. But it's it's a different yeah. world, and and maybe he's just not cut out to be it. Not every not everyone is as they are crowned. And now you got to look at what does Campanelli do here. Uh, there's a couple go ways quick to go. counts. That's what they're going to yeah. do. It's going to be not a complete change. He can't completely change the game book, but what he can do is he can 
plan differently. So there'll be quick hitters. There'll be some swing passes. There might be some misdirection. Uh, he has to hope that Wimsat gets healthy. It's the only chance he has for some downfield action. And he'll he'll throw some plays in there that, you know, maybe it's a little misdirection. Just enough different. There's only so much he can do. He can't get new offensive linemen. He can't get new receivers. He can't get new quarterbacks or running backs. He has limited tools with which to work. But the attitude will be much better. And you watch. They'll come out and they'll beat Indiana. Yeah, and listen, you know, and then you got to look at the quarterbacks. You know, Vedral, Wimsat. I mean, Evan Simon. I mean, listen, he, he again, I'm gonna kill the kid. He, had, he just had a terrible night. He had a hard night. Um, I just he's think not that good. That the 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 thing here is, it's it, Vedral looked good. He looked good uh, at the beginning of the game, um, and then he was out, and I'm like, wow, Vedral must have got hurt. I didn't get it. And then he was, then he came back in and they did a couple wild cats with, with Langan and Simon. And that's a problem too. You have, it, it's ridiculous. Right. So for, for reasons uh, of necessity, they have everybody's out But there. in the, in the press conference, they're asking Shiana, what's up with the musical quarterback thing? And he's like, we're just doing the best thing that we, where we have the best chance to win but who's making that decision of who's coming in and out of the game? It has to be Gleason, I would think. For sure. But, now, it, but, but is Shannon part, part of that? Well, he can overrule it. But well, he, he knows what's going on. Look, you got a quarterback with a bad hand. You got a quarterback with a high ankle sprain. You got a quarterback who's a tight end. And you got a quarterback who can't throw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very clear that the challenge is there for, for any offensive coordinator. Really. So here's but, what I'm saying. Wimsett must be close. Yes. Look, Shiano didn't just decide to do it. As he said, he thought about it. He had to know something was coming. He had to think about it before. I thought about Friday night. I thought about Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning. He had to be thinking about this three games ago, four games ago, or maybe even last year. You know, he and Gleason may have had a conversation like we got to get more offensively at any rate, but he knows exactly what he's doing. He is not a babe in the woods. He fired the guy when the quarterback is coming back that gives them the best chance to win. This is what I'm predicting. And the bye week. And they will beat Indiana because of that. They'll start throwing the ball. They'll try to protect Wimsett. Hope that ankle sprain heals enough that if he gets a knock, it doesn't knock him out of the game. But until they stop the musical chairs at quarterback, which are partly the result of injury, it's going to be a struggle. So that's the... Um that's the plan you think going in. It could 100%. very well. So, I mean, because my thought is here, it's look, it's federal and Wimsat. If Wimsat's healthy, give him the ball and say, you've got nothing to lose. Just go out there and play. The only pro issue I have with that is they have to get this win at home. They've got to figure that out. Indiana's very important. Maybe you'll roll Vedral out there because you don't have, and then, ha and then, you know, but what, get, but what get has he Wimsat done? for the big boys. What has he done? What, what has well, Vedral done except he when good. he stays healthy and he gets killed back there because yes, Rutgers' offensive line stinks. But he had flashes where he looked like flashes uh, 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 with the Nebraska game. But then also, but they they pulled him out of the game. Well, they said his hand was hurting and he couldn't grip the ball. Oh, so. man. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, so, you know, a tired hand because it's all not all the way there. OK. And so he did look he did have his moments of looking like a, you know, field general who know understands the offense and understands how to get the ball downfield. I mean, the, the, the first drive was, was evident of that. So without going on and on, the thing here is you got two choices. You either run with Vedral, hoping that hand is strong 
and that he can make the passes that he needs to make and that Campanelli has a plan there. Also, the other side of that, Matt, is Wimsat uh, being healthy and you just give him the ball and say, go out there and play. I think that's what's going to happen. Go out there and play, you know, and it was, when it was Michigan and Penn State and you're home, just you know, do your thing and um, and just let it lie where it lies. I mean, get, get the experience at this point, you know, the bowl, the bowl situation's not happening. Well, um, why not? I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm playing okay. devil's advocate here. Why not? Can they beat Indiana? Sure they can. I'm predicting they will. That's four wins. They still have Maryland at the end of the season who plays Indiana this week and is a pretty good team. They're, they're much yeah. improved over the last couple That's of years. That's possible. And Michigan State at, at East Lansing. They're three in the Big Ten. Yes. Well, I mean, they were at the height, well, not the yeah. heights, but they were pretty highly yeah, they ranked. Fell. And they, they fell considerably. So, okay. So the, the possibility there. Because I don't, Penn uh, State, you know, Michigan, that that's not happening. Dave, Minnesota. At uh, Minnesota, catching, you know, Purdue went and beat Minnesota at Minnesota. So, well, and they're look, better on the Purdue's road. looking pretty good, though. Minnesota's good. Yeah. Minnesota's got a good team. They got a good running back uh, in Ibrahim uh, and Muhammad. So let me put it, I, and I love the fact that you're saying why not, because listen, it, let's say it's not likely. At this point, I would agree with really that. needed to grab that Nebraska game. And I would say if you don't get that. the Indiana game, then, then, then absolutely. Well, now the odds, yeah. no, not, the odds definitely it's not happening, but, um, uh, but uh, that's where, that's where we're at with, with Rutgers there. there and, and let's, let's go back to the other um, coordinator, the defensive coordinator, coordinator, because Harris Simiak, and I've said this numerous times in the show has done an excellent job taking a, a team that lost a lot of starters and, um, you know, they've been pretty tough. You know, you throw out Ohio State, you know, Ohio State just scores on everybody. Uh, but um, he's been pretty good. I think holding Nebraska to 14 second half points, uh, he, the job was done by the defense. And um, this is a, an offensive issue. Now, how, how they hold up against the big boys, against the Penn State, against – uh, Michigan, Michigan's offense looks awfully good. Um, remains to be seen, uh, but um, but that defense has been pretty good. It's been pretty good. So um, so it all rides on um, all rides on the offensive side of the ball, and let's see if they can steady the quarterback situation. Still think they got some pretty good skill skill guys. Uh, you know, Samuel Brown had a pretty good night. He didn't get the ball as much as I thought he would, but they did feature him more. Uh, which was good, and that's a good running back, a big, strong running back who can grind it out between the tackles. And I think Rutgers needs that type of running back. And Manungai, Salam, still slashers, quick. I mean, Campanelli has things to work with. Aaron Crookshank, Langing can kind of, you know, the Swiss Army knife, you throw him in a lot of different packages, but let's just chill out on that Wildcat. And let's see, Let's see what they can do. But as we were saying, Matt, I think we're landing the same thing, that it, it all comes down to um, getting some steady play at quarterback. And maybe Campanilli just chills out on the musical quarterback thing, chooses one of them, and hopefully they can be effective. But again, that that game against Indiana is still very important. You know, bowl chances or no bowl chances, you've got to get that streak. You've got to bury that streak. And and win that game. So it's a, a noon kickoff, uh, Matt. In two weeks, um, we'll take well ten days now or so. But we'll take a break uh, next week, 
and we'll come back after uh, the Indiana game. You, Matt, head to Philly, and the the, the Devils open up. Yeah, hockey season is upon us. Uh, it opened up last weekend in Europe, and last night, Tuesday night, was the North America opening. More games on the slate. There were two last night, more on the slate tonight. And yeah, Devils open up in Philadelphia. That is a must win in an 82-game season. Is any one game a must win unless it means elimination? Not likely, but much is expected of the Devils this year. They uh, have nine games in October, six at home, three on the road. They don't get on a plane but once. They're only playing two teams that made the playoffs last year. Philadelphia finished below the Devils. That's a team in turmoil without some of their stars. It's not going to be easy because Philly's going to be fired up home opener, but it, sure. it's a game that will set the tone. Sure. And then you, season. and then your home opener is against Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, who's struggled considerably. Exactly. So Although they got you know, two ideal opening games. Yeah. And then they've got okay. Anaheim and then they've yep. got the Islanders and then they've got San yep. Jose. So th- there's time off in between, et cetera. So that means a- Matt's schedule gets really tight, but we'll still, we, we still get them. Yeah, we still we, get them for the RUR and then we and, can for sure. And we're also going to do basketball as well too. So the uh, Jersey hardwood will be coming up uh, soon as well. So uh, that'll do it for uh, this week. I'm Steve Titchener here with Matt Lachlan. Listen to us on Spotify, on Stitcher, on uh, iTunes. Uh, we are on Google uh, Google Podcasts as well. A bunch of directories. Also our site, moresportsnow.com. Check that out as well. And we'll catch you all in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.